The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 20th of December. In your Squiz today, energy policy for your Thursday? Carl Stefanovic, New Zealand will vote to legalise recreational cannabis, and Ken from Wales. This is your Squiz today. Second last edition of the Squiz for the year, and there's no winding down, Claire. Energy policy front and centre today. Give us the news. Here we go. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not something light and fluffy like about puppies or rainbows or something. <laughs> but, um, but yes, climate policy was the big deal yesterday. There was a meeting of energy ministers uh, under the COAG, the Council of Australian Governments banner yesterday, uh, and it was a lot more dramatic than people were expecting. That's because the New South Wales Coalition Government Minister Don Harwin really went in all guns blazing to say that what Scott Morrison and the minister who was representing him there yesterday, Angus Taylor, were trying to do was not what needed to be done, which was to tackle emissions. So with a federal election next year and a New South Wales state election in March also, what are the politics of this? So they're both coalition governments and particularly when Scott Morrison comes from New South Wales, you would expect that there would be some solidarity between Gladys Berejiklian, the New South Wales Premier, um, her representatives and what the federal government was doing and that absolutely didn't happen yesterday. And this is just a simple thing about the coalition government saying that they want to get prices down, saying that they want reliable supply, but they've ditched everything that Malcolm Turnbull was talking about in terms of emissions and making sure that we hit our targets. And it's very interesting that New South Wales are saying, actually that's quite important to voters so with both having elections in the first half of next year it's going to be there from energy policy to carl stefanovic (laughs) he won't be the host of the today show in 2019 could probably make some link is there a lot of hot air I don't know, something like that. <laughs> something like that. But yes, Carl Stefanovic, the longtime host of the Today Show on Channel 9, uh, there's been a lot of speculation for a very long time about what his job security was looking at. There was also an incident uh, with his brother. Um, they were caught having a go at the new host um, that sat alongside Carl Georgie Gardner. Of course, um, turmoil in his private life with a separation and divorce from his wife and no one, unless you were hiding under a rock in some Siberian cave, could escape the wedding that was um, was quite lavish and, and certainly uh, a main event mm. that was uh, got a lot of media interest. So, <laughs> yeah, it sort of came to all of that. Apparently, he was surprised, looking at the reports this morning, um, he was surprised to learn uh, on his honeymoon that he won't return to host that show, uh, although he's contracted until the end of 2020 and he's reported to take home a couple of million bucks a year. So I'm not that worried about him. I don't know about you. No, so he'll stay with Channel 9 for at least the next year and we will see what a new lineup might look like. Any hot tips? They're looking at an all-female lineup, according to some reports this morning, which would be quite different for uh, Australian media and certainly for a breakfast program. But the other one that they're talking about is Brenton Ragless, who is sitting in uh, hosting the show this week. Yeah, he's from Adelaide, relatively unknown, but one to watch. Peter Stefanovic, Carl's brothers, obviously leaving the network as well. So looks to be quite a few changes at Channel 9. 
It's been announced that New Zealanders will vote on legalising recreational cannabis in a referendum during the 2020 general election, Claire. Yeah, just last week they've moved to uh, lift restrictions on medicinal cannabis and um, apparently um, with all the polling that sort of came out around that kind of stuff, there's quite a bit of support. Um, some polls say as much as two-thirds of New Zealand voters want um, to see broader um, restrictions lift on the recreational use of marijuana, so that's one to look out for bit of finance news. The financial regulator will lift restrictions on interest-only residential lending from the start of next year in an attempt to stabilise Australia's housing market, Claire. Yeah, and it's not that long ago, but it was last year that uh, APRA, which is the the financial regulator, um, moved to put those limits in place when prices were really increasing quite dramatically, in particularly in Melbourne, but also uh, in Sydney. And with that cap uh, and taking a lot of investors out of the market, we've seen property prices come down. There's a few other factors of, at play, of course, but it's one of those things that people talk about quite a bit when we talk about why property prices have fallen, particularly in Sydney and Melbourne. So uh, moving, uh, removing that cap, uh, economists are saying, will likely accelerate lending again uh, and could even stabilise home prices and remove those reductions. So we'll wait and see. Throw that into your property prices chat around a barbecue over the summer break. Yeah, Yeah, when you're stuck, maybe. Very impressive. Uh, The National Australia Bank held their AGM yesterday. It saw over 88% of their shareholders vote against its remuneration report. They're not happy with the amount that the executives are being paid. Like really not happy. Um, really not happy. To, to score an almost 90% vote against the remuneration report is quite historic. Um, their shareholders are very angry, not just with pay, but, you know, they use these votes to really send a signal to these companies about their dissatisfaction about a whole range of issues, including pay. Uh, it's linked to performance, of course, and to score an 88% um, vote against um, that report is quite incredible. Uh, ANZ also had their AGM yesterday and they re- also recorded a strike. So what that means is that anytime shareholders more than 25% uh, record their dissatisfaction in that way against the remuneration report, it's, it, it's a strike. And if a strike is recorded in the following year, then what happens next is that there's a motion put to spill the board. So it's quite serious stuff. And for NAB to get that down from close to 90% back under 25% will be quite a feat. Yeah, that'll be tough. Some Christmas news now. If people are wondering, meteorologists have had a go at predicting the weather on Christmas Day around the country. What are we looking at? Looks pretty good, although hot weather in some places heading in, um, particularly in inland um, Australia. But uh, on the coasts, it might get a little bit warmer. But come Christmas Day, you know, we're talking about the sort of uh, late 20s, early 30s in most of the capital. So pretty, pretty nice. Fine and sunny, I think they say. Yeah. And if you're in need of a touching Christmas story, in the email, you've included a link to the tale of Ken from Wales. He uh, was an elderly man and some new neighbours moved in, uh, including um, a very young um, girl. And before he died, he brought the the now two-year-old 14 years worth of presents for Christmas. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful story. Uh, The subject line. 
subject line is Dean Lewis' song, It'll Be All Right. Just seems like there's a lot of angry people and, you know, we're heading into Christmas and it'll be all right after we just have a couple of good nights sleep, I think. Great song. Aussie guy. Modern song. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. yeah. Released it this year. It's really going back gangbusters. Yeah, and apparently doing quite well internationally. So, yeah, great story. Yeah. Uh, our final episode of Squiz Splains has been released this week in that we take you through the history of some of our Christmas traditions, some quirkier ones from around the world. Claire and I have also given you our top podcasts, books, TV shows, movies and recipes from 2018 in case you're in need of some recommendations. You can find that by searching for The Squiz on your preferred podcast platform or via our website. Anything else, Claire? Woolies voucher if you read the email every day this week. Woolies will um, come to the party with a hundred bucks to help with your grocery bill. That's right. We'll give that away to one lucky person at the end of the week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Second last edition of the Squeeze for the Year. Woo! <laughs> we'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.